While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather Gay. And I never say my last name. I don't know why I just didn't. Yeah, no, you do. I say this is Heather, one of the owners usually, don't I? No, I think you usually say Heather Gay. Well, we'll have to go back and give it a listen. Heather Gay, that's my name. <laughs> I'm proud of it. And I'm Dre. And uh, together we are Drether. It's so nice to have you back in the studio. Back in the studio. Sounding clear and crisp as day. <clears throat> and not on some... Uh, satellite phone I know some people in the you, middle of people have to know that that is Heather's literal worst nightmare could you even listen to the podcast no I, knew I can't you listen to that audio I know but do you know what it's fine I'm that much of a snob <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that much of a stickler for getting our projects out on time and the truth is if if it weren't for Dre forcing me to record at not optimum and forcing me to publish at not optimum and forcing me to start a business at not optimum <laughs> I'd be in my bed, surrounded by so much research, it would make your head spin, <laughs> and so many like possible like avenues of success that we could take. You and know, you'd have like a beautiful mind. Set oh, up I'd have a like... full beautiful mind. You wouldn't be able to see light because of the newspaper graphs and all the all the different ways that, to becoming successful. But luckily, I have a phenomenal business partner that is an implementer. I'm a creator, idea person, and she's yes. an implementer. And guess what, folks? Find yourself an implementer. Yin and Otherwise, yang, baby. Find yourself a creative genius <laughs> and attach yourself to that person and just, you just, know. I just, feel like I put my pinky in her belt loop and she feels like she's <laughs> yes. attached her wagon to my star. Yes. And it works for both of us. It certainly does. She's my prison. I'm her prison bitch. <laughs> no, but I'm, I am so happy that you're back. I missed you so much. It's great. I'm still a little jet lagged and a little groggy. I've parted my hair in the middle and uh, curled it back with two bobby pins, which is like my go-to, <laughs> I don't have enough energy to face the world today look. <laughs> well, I think you look great. Thank and you. I'm just happy that you're here in the studio. I love saying back in studio. I know, exactly. Studio, mind you, is us crouched over at our desk with our <laughs> heavily receptive microphones and the door shut and the blinds drawn so people don't tap on the window like, Hey! We're looking at you, Shay. Do you get recognized a lot? <laughs> People reckon, hey, are you in there working or hard, hardly working or working hard? I know. We do need to get the do not disturb um, thing for our door. So, I would like know. to get the do not disturb tattooed under my eye. My left <laughs> eye with one teardrop like the last person that violated this command. I killed him. And that's my murder mark. That's my, that's my kill. I got one kill for the do not disturb. But just in life in general. Right. All right, so now we're going to move on to our Yeah, but you know how ASMR? we were talking about... Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, well, oh my <laughs> heavenly he- heavens. Tracy. I'm so I mean, sorry. Are you, do you just jump in bed and just go right for the, sh- right, right for the ball sack? Just Absolutely. <laughs> right for the big no grab. No lube. She's, she does not like to do the slow build. I live for the slow build. I was saying, you know, we've been bantering back and forth about a new intro because, you know, it hasn't been flowing as much as we'd like it to. And I was thinking maybe our new intro could be something ASMR every time. Okay. ASMR stands for? I don't know. We don't know. Stands for sexy sounds. <laughs> sexy sounds in a medical term. We've done Pirate's Booty. Yep. 
We have done... We've done champagne. Champagne mm -hmm. in a glass. And now we're doing... Guess. See if you can guess. This is a candy that is so delicious, it's worth the risk of being exposed by just as you walk up to your room. <laughs> it's me going up the stairs. I've learned to hold it horizontal with two hands, and then you just keep it level at all times. This is me holding it horizontal. There's no sound. Small shift, but nothing. Okay, then I'm going to open it. First bite, your teeth crack through that hardened candy mm -hmm. shell, if you will, mm -hmm. into the gelatinous cinnamon-infused inner belly of the beast known only as what, Dre? A hot tamale. <laughs> hot tamale. I'm Give me one of those. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if Dre can do ASMR. Now I'm going to do can't. something that's kind of fun. Okay. Try. Let's hear you bite... Snap into a Slim Jim. That's that. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's why you get paid the big bucks, well, Heather. That's why I get paid to sit on Twinkies and eat hot tamales on camera. <laughs> now, this is a fun ASMR. Watch this. That's two, which is a... What? It's just an investment in the cinnamon factor. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. Because it burns, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to our opening segment called <laughs> ASMR with Drether. Today was hot tamales. I wonder what it's going to be next time. Mm. DM us your suggestions. Yeah. DM us <laughs> what you want me to chew on camera or on mic and then send a small Venmo and I'll see if I can do it. Well, well so what should we talk about today? We have so many things. So many things. So many things to catch up on. But... Yeah. While you were out of town, yes, you sent me... So, first of all, I should preface this with, we have a slight obsession with Polina... How do you say her last Porskova. name? Porskova. Okay. I know that because I saw her on the uh, video version of the swimsuit edition for the Sports Illustrated, where they followed all the supermodels, and Polina Porskova was mm. one of them. And she's just a phenomenally beautiful supermodel from the Supermodel, 80s. one of the very first supermodels, mm -hmm. yeah. And there was, like, some weird notable thing where she was, like... The, the youngest person to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated or something like that. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll look it up. I will verify. And we'll verify. But, but she's she's a uh, supermodel that has aged very gracefully, mm -hmm. which is a way to say she's still smoking hot. And she's how old now? Uh, she is. Ooh, We're gonna look gosh, up two facts. Six, I think. We're going to look up how old she is and what she's famous for. Yeah, she's 56. And um, that Sports Illustrated thing was that she was the first woman from Central Europe to be on the cover. Ooh, Central Europe, yeah, because she, she's from Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. And um, notably has a dual citizenship in the United States and what other country? Can you guess? Poland? Sweden. Why Sweden? I don't know. Not I don't know. Hmm. I thought Poland because her name was Paulina Porskova. And she thought <laughs> Poland would be the perfect pair. <laughs> That's hard to do when your tongue is aflame with cinnamon oil, <laughs> just so you know. But anyway, 
So we've loved her for a long time. She's been one of our muses. Yeah. And in fact, and we're going to do a total yeah, deep dive on her. We, we need to just do a whole podcast dedicated to her. But we're so invested in her that even if I'm around the world in a remote area and I have to like dial into the free Wi-Fi at Starbucks, <laughs> if I see an article about her, I send it to Dre immediately. Yes. Yes. And you sent me such a good article while you were out of town. And it was basically just talking about how she continues to push the boundaries. And I mean, these are made up boundaries, right, by society and the media um, on what is okay for her to post on social media because she is a 56-year-old woman. And it kind of has led us to discuss ageism and beauty standards and all of that. Like, I mean, she always leads us to discuss that. But this uh, article in particular I mean, kind of like just sparked something in both of us, don't you think? Yeah, like our business, you know, is beauty, which is so funny to say out loud, right? Like we're in the beauty business because the truth is I feel like we are in the empowerment business, which I would, you know, probably seems disingenuous, but I don't think of like, how do we make people look more beautiful? That's, that's relative. How do we make people feel more beautiful? which is why it's so fascinating for us to look at how society makes women feel ugly or too old to feel beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And ageism and beauty is a real thing. And is the standard a numerical age or is the standard like a physical um, deterioration? Because we will celebrate... I mean, I don't want to dig into, you know, I'm, I'm the slow build. I'm, I'm pulling a Dre here and just going right to the heart of the matter. <laughs> just, it's, we call it a Bruce Hornsby. He just go right to the heart of the matter without any <laughs> foreplay. But our topic today, dear listeners, all seven of you, and we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so much. Um, bless your beautiful heart, the seven brothers and brides who are listening. Um, I'm going to have to delete that. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I was thinking seven listeners. Yeah. What if it was seven brides? But then they have seven brothers. That's 14 listeners. <laughs> I'm leaving it. <laughs> going court. Going court. Going court. And I am singing. Obviously, you could recognize it. It's like it's off the soundtrack from the Seven Brides for Seven Brothers musical, which if you haven't listened to, you should. And it, it wouldn't be an episode of Live Love Lab without Heather singing a, a random... Oh, I wouldn't say random. I I think that's harsh to say random. I would say a staple classic of the Broadway musical repertoire. But did you think they were always Mormon growing up? A hundred? Totally. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. I figured because they were strapping, you know, lovely men that were like... Sparingly. Yeah, that were like... Only in times of winter. You know, hardworking and... White. Yep. And like (laughs) oh so moral. Oh, so moral. And the and the women, well, they were the best women in the world because they were pure as mm-hmm. the driven snow and they wouldn't let... Sheltered their, AF. Yep, <laughs> ankles to neckline covered. And the whole objective of their entire life was what? To get married. To get married. Mm-hmm. To find that brother. Bless your bride. beautiful heart, <laughs> wherever you may be. We ain't met yet, but I'm willing to bet you're the one for me. I'm not going to start that in a bass key next time (laughs) with a hot tamale in my mouth, just in case one of those talent scouts is listening. (laughs) It's expensive to be me. (laughs) I I feel like that that last 10 seconds was exactly for Papa the Bear. 
right? Yeah, yeah, Papa Bear. I know you appreciate it. And speaking of strapping Papa Bear, and I'll just try to put on my best calico print and meet you at the in in town (laughs) for a like a cream soda social. There we go. Root beer float. Anyway, our seven listeners. We digress. Um, We're going to have like 10 minutes to talk about the actual subject. We have ADD People think old people are ugly. Amen. (laughs) Ageism and beauty. It's a real thing. Fight the system. Fight fight the power. Damn the man. And you know what? Let's go back to traditional values from Seven Brides (laughs) and Seven Brothers where you married a man and he wasn't allowed to leave you no matter how ugly you got. (laughs) The frontier planes, they they had it figured out. But it's true. Okay, so the slow buildup is... Ageism and beauty, like from what what does society say? Like at what point are women allowed to celebrate their own beauty? And at what point is it considered vulgar or attention-seeking or somehow not appropriate? And it seems to be, based on society, how good you look. Yeah, but, th- but that's why Polina is so um, interesting to me because she's gotten a lot of shit. Really, because she, you know, uh, I don't know why they think it's controversial what she's posting because she's a stunningly beautiful woman uh, who has embraced her body, her aging, her everything about herself. Because her husband died, but that's for the deep dive. (laughs) (laughs) And but she puts it out there. You know, she posts, um, you know, videos or pictures of herself on her Instagram where she's like, you know, she recently did a photo shoot for LA Magazine. This was the article that you had sent me. And, um, you know, she's in a shirt that's unbuttoned, nothing underneath, just panties. And it's beautiful and very sexy. And like, yeah. why are people giving her shit? I'm like, I, I love it. I think it's gorgeous. Well, she's 56. Why are they giving her shit? And JLo's 52. And we're like, put JLo on a pole because she looks 28. Right, you know? right. But Paulina doesn't look 56. She, I look 56. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wearing my panties and an open shirt on social media, but what if I wanted to? What if you wanted to? What if I wanted to? Am I too old to do that? So to break it down, we want to talk about ageism and beauty, and we want to discuss it in some different categories. In like the pursuit of perfection, like with injections and makeup. Sure, yeah. In social media, like what you're allowed to do at home in the privacy of your own home. But once you walk out the door, you must cover it. So you can't expose your body on social media, but in your home, you can Mm -hmm. walk around. Mm -hmm. And clothing, what clothing we like kind of are rude to women that wear youthful clothing past a certain age. Right. And we're critical of women who are on social media past a certain age. And we're critical of women who are trying to celebrate their beauty past a certain age, unless they're celebrating their smile lines and their gray hair and their pendulous breasts that have comforted many a child. Like, we allow that type of maternal beauty, mm-hmm. but sexy beauty seems to be a market for the young. Yes. Would you agree? Absolutely. But, again, why is it a market for JLo, who's, you know only four years younger than Polina. And I mean, I would say probably that it's because she looks much younger than 52. Whereas Polina, I mean, she looks fantastic. Yeah. But she doesn't look like she's 40 to me. Like she doesn't look like she's 30. Why would you tell the listeners what, like, what is it about her that is, uh, doesn't, that looks her age? I mean, 
Because I don't think she's had any work done, not one day, not one minute. And I'm just hypothesizing but I'm just, I'm that's looking, coming from an expert in the beauty industry. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She doesn't wear makeup, and which is yeah, incredibly Yeah, she doesn't really get all done up. Admirable, honestly. She, I mean, she's so beautiful. I mean, granted, she is was a supermodel. And so she is naturally Who's going to drive you home? That's for the deep dive. That's another tease. Throughout this entire podcast, I'll be leaving little nuggets yes. for the trailblazers that want to be like our little firefly I mean, I think, campers. I think it's because like her hair is graying. Okay. She's allowed her hair to go natural. Mm-hmm. Um, she has crow's feet. Okay. Um, we can take care of that. It's the seven and seven. It's $140 Botox <laughs> and they'll, they'll go away after three or four treatments forever. And... Um, you know, she's just not, she she, just, she looks very natural she, to me. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of this woman gleamed up naked with a walking stick that's like, you know, a fancy, uh, it's Mr. Top Notes cane right oh, there and some sure Louboutins, like naked on a chair. And I I, I want to weep. She's so stunning. She's like so if, if someone stunning. said, you're going to go through a lot, but you're going to look like this at 56, I would say, sign me up. Right. Burn off whatever freckles I've got and or I mean she's on an acrylic see through chair. I know. You know she's... We should put this photo on our podcast website. We don't have a podcast website. We should put this on our podcast Instagram. We don't have a podcast Instagram. <laughs> we'll we'll both post pictures of her. I say things like this to Dre as like little uh, passive aggressive hints mm-hmm. because then she wakes up at like four AM and makes a podcast Instagram, makes a podcast website. Absolutely true. <laughs> 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 says things about me that are nice but untrue <laughs> no but i mean like I, people should look at look her up and oh my gosh she our our, our listeners so young they don't know paulina poroskova they probably, no, they don't they don't it's tragedy um but she i mean she is stunningly beautiful and why do why are why is anyone saying that she's not allowed to be sexy I'm and sorry. she's pushing the envelope. Yeah, she's she is sexy, and I think fifty six year olds probably still like to have sex. I don't know because I'm well with 40, a lot of but... lube and a lot of hormone <laughs> replacement therapy. But I mean, it's like why Just is kidding, that? That's a joke. Why is that not I'm allowed? Fifty seven and I love sex. <laughs> why is that not allowed? And you know, she had hashtagged something funny um, when she posted that picture of herself on her Instagram after the LA magazine photo shoot. And she hashtagged somewhere between JLo and Betty White. And that got me thinking because I'm like, that's a pretty wide range. And I mean, Betty White is an icon. Amazing. Like she's so, so great. She's obviously like, what, how old is she in her nineties? Betty is, yeah, she's in her eighties, I think. And, and you know, like she's kind of that quintessential older lady, um, but I mean, even to consider... Holy, shut the door. What? What? You guys, I want you to guess. I got... Oh, the microphone just moved like a spirit moved it because it doesn't want to admit Betty White's real age. Betty White is 99 years shut old. Shut your mouth. She was born on January 17th, 1922. Holy crap. Which if you've ever seen the musical The Producers, that's springtime for Hitler and In Germany. Germany. <laughs> that's actually not, right, is it? What, no. the 20s? No. That's the 40s. Yeah. World anyway. history never been above. <laughs> but 
What was happening in 1920 in Europe? I mean, like, it was the flapper era. It was prohibition. Oh, my gosh. She's a flapper with cankles. She's a flapper with cankles. Betty White is 99, and she's as funny as if she were 15. She is amazing. Amazing. But back to the whole point. Okay, sorry. Is that she hashtagged somewhere between J-Lo and Betty White. Again, that's a pretty... Big range. Big range. So what about the women between 50 years old and 99 years old? Where do they fall on the spectrum of beauty and what is acceptable um, in society? Yeah. And, who, and who are we allowing to decide this? We've always allowed the white male gaze to uh, true, assign true. what is beautiful. And but that's slowly, thankfully changing because the voice of the people is no longer allowing it, right? Right, right. Or, and, you know, it just it's it's a bummer to me because I look at um, some of like the the older women that I know, like my mom. And How I, old your mom? Would she kill you if you say her real age? No, she's 69. Wow. I know. And she. L.R. is 69? 69 years old. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. She, she's Dre plus, well, apparently but, 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but wiser and cooler and smarter. And probably more flexible given the yoga. Yeah. She's a yoga teacher. I also have a yoga book. I never returned to it and promised a thousand times I would. <laughs> I see it every third day and it cripples me for about an hour. <laughs> Just bring, give it to me. I'll give it back to her. I, okay. but, but you have to give it back with a gift and a note and an explanation, which is why I haven't given it back. Well, that's that okay. Is, you don't that need to do that. My mom doesn't care about that. to the fact that I borrowed it for like seven years. She doesn't care about that no. at all. But anyway, she's, I think my mom is beautiful. Stunning. And she takes really good care of herself. And do you know what? Like she cares about what she looks like. That's part of her like matrix of self-esteem. Exactly. And she said something to me. I hope she's not murder me for saying this, but like beginning of the summer, she told me that she was going to get rid of all of her two-piece swimsuits because she was like, I feel like I'm just too old to wear these two-piece swimsuits. And I was like, shut the hell up. she has a flat yeah, stomach she has and a, abs and, and a perfect belly button. And guess what? Even if she didn't. And statistically, the two pieces weren't flattering than a one piece. I Spoken know. from a girl that was always forced to wear a one piece. Yeah, same. But my mom also is one of those people who's like funny about stretchy things on her body and she likes to be comfortable. I know that a two piece swimsuit is much more comfortable for her. For sure. And so like we kind of talked about it and she ended up talking herself out of it. And she was like, you know what? You're right. Who cares? I'm like, it's your backyard. It's your swimming pool. You think you're going to offend some of us? Who cared? And guess what? If you offend someone, they can go F themselves because like... Did she feel like she'd hit an internal age where bikinis were outlawed? Yes. Okay, so what is that age? For her, apparently it's 69. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) But for... Okay. Okay. So there's... there is it a numerical thing? But if... But like, hear me out. Just indulge me. Okay. She's 69. Mm-hmm. I just love to say that. It just makes me giggle every time. She's 69 and she's like, I got I to gotta turn it in before I hit 70. No more two pieces. It's inappropriate. I'm too old. Yeah. But her body is worthy of a two piece. Now, what if I'm 69 and my body is not worthy of a two piece, whatever that means, and mm-hmm. I still want to wear a bikini? So it's like, is it age? Is it physical prowess? Is it how good we look? How well we pull it off? Or is it just like at some point... You turn in your beauty card, you turn in your sexy card, and you say, no more crop tops, no more bikinis, no more push-up bras, because society has said to do that is desperate and vulgar because you're too old to, to 
pull it off. Right. Well, and that's the thing is I do think that it's, it's probably all of those things. They're probably, you know, 19 year olds who think I don't have a, a, a body worthy a to two, wear a Yeah, worthy, suit. which is a lie. Guess what? There's no such thing. We're all, we can all wear whatever the hell we want. A beach as body as, is a body at the beach. Yep. And so like if you're comfortable in a two-piece swimsuit, rock it. And now if you're not, then don't. That, I mean, that's your prerogative. It's up to you. But don't let. But we're going to say right now is like you. if you're not comfortable, get freaking comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable and ask yourself why. Because if it's what you want, but there's something holding you back, like not thin enough, not perfect enough, weird belly button, which is strangely we've discovered. We've done a lot of what we call the cute as a button treatments mm-hmm. here at Beauty Lab because mm-hmm. there are women who have swimsuit. Sports Illustrated swimsuit bodies, but their belly button is a little bit tweaked because of the way that their OB cut it when they were born or their pregnancies have stretched it out Mm -hmm. or they got it pierced when they were 17 and now they took the thing out and it caused the skin to lag. And like, it's such a small, ridiculous thing, but it keeps women from wearing the clothes they want to wear and the bikinis they want to wear, not because of society or the men in their lives, because of them. Yeah. Personally, they want their belly button to look like it did when they were yeah, 12 pre, pre-baby. or something yeah. or whatever it yeah. might be. And they've always wanted an any and, it, and it's for them a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. And so Beauty Lab does cute as a button and we fill it or tweak it or Botox it. There's a thousand things we can do. And that changes their entire yeah, experience, experience with wearing with, a two-piece or yeah. whatever it may be, a crop top. Yeah. But I do, I think that there are a lot of different factors and a lot of different things that dictate, you know, how we feel about ourselves, but I can speak at least for my mom because I see her body. She's, you know, exercises, she teaches yoga, she eats, you know, really healthy. Her body is, is super healthy. And so I was so confused when she was like, I'm too old to wear this swimsuit. Cause, and that was what it was. It wasn't about her body. It was like, okay, I've, I've hit that mark. I that age where people will question my character my morality, my values, and mm-hmm. my judgment if I wear a swimsuit style past a certain age. Yeah, totally. I think that's completely fair. I think people do. I think they do too, but I think they shouldn't. And that's why we're podcasting because now at least seven people will know how we feel. <laughs> and hopefully they will not only buy hot tamales and eat them with relish, <laughs> but also challenge the standard of what is an age where we have to shame women for celebrating or being who they want to be. Yeah. Let me throw out a couple things at you. I just want you okay. to be completely raw. Okay. And just be totally honest, which I know is hard for you, Dre. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, I, okay. Someone that looks a lot like, and I'm just going to mouth it to her because I don't want anyone to know, but I'm going to mouth it to her so she knows. Uh-huh. Tell me how old she is, this person we're talking about. She is 60. Okay. So this is a woman that just looks like a mom, you know, and mm-hmm. she's 60 and beautiful, but she's, she's not yoga teacher, you know, right. and she's she, from behind. She doesn't look 18. And then she turns around like, oh my God, you're 50. You know, yeah, like, right. She just looks like you would expect a six year old woman yeah. to look. Okay. She shows up in a crop top. What do you think immediately? I mean, brutal honesty yeah this I, is not I would a time probably to be weirded out completely yeah and think what like what is she trying to do okay uh cutoffs and a tank top i i would think that's probably more acceptable okay bikini at the beach that's loaded yeah i, I picked a wrong person i'm starting over beep <laughs> beep beep okay 
a, a 50-year-old, 20 pounds overweight woman, okay? Okay. 20 pounds overweight, but I don't even know why I say that standard, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's not showing normal... up. She's not a supermodel that's mm-hmm. retired and is posing nude on LA Magazine. Sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? She's yes. just a mom yeah. that has a couple grandkids maybe on the way. Yeah. Crop top and uh, nice pants. <laughs> I would love it, but I would be hyper aware of what everybody else was thinking. Which is she's too old to dress she's that way. She's too old, and and the truth is, is like I sometimes feel like a lot of the stuff I wear, people raise their eyebrows. I know, like family members and whatever are like, "What is why?" You know what I mean? Because I do wear crop tops. I do wear you know jean cutoffs. I do wear tank tops. I, you know, I have long legs, so like every dress is short on me. And, and then no panties because she I gets know, chafing, I mean, guys. I come do, on, I do. You can't, you can't blame a girl. But so for like for me, when I see it, I feel a kinship because I feel like I'm unaware of that I'm actually forty. I'm like, are you kidding me? When did that happen? I thought I was like twenty eight. Well, yeah. Like this morning, I put on these um, cutoffs that have like the huge amount of like fray and shredding in the front, which I had just driven my teenage daughters to school wearing similar jeans with like tons of shredding and distressed and fading and I thought am I too old for top shop you know do yeah. you age out of brands am I too old for forever 21 am I too old for you know the bandeau under the blazer right because guess what I never got to wear a bandeau under the blazer and I'm finally like in my body and have accepted what I look like and who I am mm-hmm. and the Puritan modesty standards that were imposed on me from birth that I could never even wear a bandeau or it's, you know, a strapless dress or a spaghetti strapped shirt to a public venue. Right. And I am having like a rumspringa, like a second yeah, chapter of my life. Totally. And I never got to wear a two piece or a, and I, and I don't know if that was because of my, you know, I just never got to, and I want to now, but yeah. I'm too old. Because it'll make me look desperate and thirsty and, um, I don't know, totally. or just bad judgment. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever it is, why does it matter? It Why does it matter? Well, I do have to say, and I, I think I've maybe said this before on the podcast, but Kourtney Kardashian and I are the same age. We were born in the same year, both born in 1980. And I can't tell you, and I mean, it's it sounds so silly, but sometimes, I don't do it as much anymore, but like, especially when we first started Beauty Lab, like I think... I also kind of had a personal renaissance yeah, in the, you know, my style and like what I was comfortable wearing and what I want to do. And we also hang out with 20 year olds all day long. And so like I'm influenced by what the staff is wearing. Yeah, And we're also female entrepreneurs in a very highly competitive beauty industry. And we know the game. Yeah. We, don't, we can't show up, you know, like in our khaki capri- clam diggers. Right. You know, right. in a white old navy t-shirt and some crocs and just say now what's on the agenda today kids kiddos i know <laughs> but that's the thing is like i i do remember like many times looking in the mirror and being like this is ridiculous even though i wanted to wear it and i always would be like courtney kardashian can wear a freaking cat suit on her instagram or to her party or to whatever it is and she is my same age i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. so thank you courtney sure do thank appreciate you, you. i mean 
there's so many things you've done to contribute to society, but this is by far the most personal and influential is allowing Dre to show up at work in what she's right now. She's wearing like a beautiful silk jumpsuit one piece that could go from JLo to Betty White because it's that universal really and classic. <laughs> I, however, I am showing up in comfy. top shop, which is so funny. The mom cut shorts. These are like the mom jeans. I love I'm the like, mom cut though. I mean, I love it, but I'm just like, I, I'm so grateful to have the mom jeans versus like the low riders, but I am a mom. And now that like the 18 year olds are wearing mom jeans, I'm like, my gosh, you're encroaching on every single part of our world. <laughs> mom jeans were what got us through for like, we had a 20 year span where we could just wear mom jeans and bad polo shirts. And maybe, you know, sometimes a cheeky shirt that said something like number one mom. I don't even right, know. Right. But it feels like we only allow women to really own and celebrate their beauty Honestly, between like the ages of like 18 and 30, I feel like that's Mm -hmm. the demographic where you can wear as much makeup as you want. We won't call you a harlot or call you, you know, you're trying to look old. Like, but a 15 year old wearing a lot of makeup or getting a lot of injections or wearing Mm -hmm. super sexy clothing, we would have a problem with that. Totally. But once they turn 18, you know, they get injections, a boob job, they wear sexier clothing. We celebrate that. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, she's coming into her own. She's owning her look. And we allow them that, but then is it, it's not after you have kids because most women have a huge beauty renaissance. My body fundamentally changed after kids and I was Mm -hmm. much prettier, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, let me know that I wasn't all the people listening that (laughs) have their fingers poised on the keyboard to be like, (laughs) you are never pretty. How can you ever feel pretty? No, I, I feel you though, because like, you kind of, at least for us, because we had babies young. Yeah. And like, I still had baby fat on my face when I had Elsha. Disgusting. And I, and you're right. Like our bodies and faces and kind of everything does change after we, and is it the hormones? Is it, it's I don't everything. know what it is. Yeah. I used to think it was because I started having sex. You know, my body's right. changing because I should have been having sex at 13. <laughs> Look at what it's doing for my body. But I was probably just becoming, you know, yeah, myself just, yeah, and having into, a baby yeah. Yeah, and all the things. Totally. I know. And, and you know, that's another thing, too, is like, you know, kind of that sex factor. Um, it's, Why are we supposed to be like, beautiful? It's like, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. You know, when you're looking at the age scale and... The truth is, why can't, like, how about women are sexual beings just like men are sexual beings? Guess what? Like, look at the, look at, um, who's the man that I'm thinking of who's uh, Clooney? George, George Clooney. Clooney. How old is that guy? But I mean, like, for sure that guy is like, has a lot of sex appeal. We look at, you know, a, who here wouldn't have sex with George Clooney, even though he is, hold, the tiger. Okay. 60. Perfect example. Years old. There we go. Yep. And like all of those men, like they still have sex appeal. And we assume, I mean, he and his wife, Amal, just had, you know, twins Twins. a few years ago. And so it's like, why is that okay? But like women are not allowed to be sexual beings after, well, I mean, we have to be secret about it first, but then, you know, it's implied and it's, you know, it's kind of like under the, you know, I don't know what, but it's just embedded in our consciousness, our cultural consciousness. And I think it's universal. I don't think it's just America. I think universally, like we all think at some point women need to pack it up and go out to pasture and you should have gotten it in when you had. Yeah. And if you didn't in that time frame where it was appropriate for you to be coquettish and to seek, 
you know, to put all, all the plumage out there. Totally. But now it's tied up. So let me throw something at you. Ready to be okay. raw again? Yes. George Clooney shows up. Mm-hmm. Two-piece swimsuit. First reaction. <laughs> I'm like, take off your son's shirt. <laughs> okay, George Clooney shows it. up in a tank top and distressed booty shorts. What's your first impression? I mean, I would probably start laughing. Well, obviously, because George Clooney doesn't have to wear the type of clothes that women have to wear. Right. He's going to wear the same cargo shorts and the same, you know, Truth. corporate marathon business t-shirt and his business time socks. The Kirkland polo. The Kirkland polo. From Costco. And he can wear that from 18 to 99. Yeah. Between, but not even J-Lo. He can wear that from Zac Efron, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. to... Here I age myself. George Burns. Yeah. <laughs> was the only person we used to know that was 100. Um, but they have their clothing and their standard of beauty has no age range. Mm-hmm. We know that a young, ripped guy, we know Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise is ridiculously hot. But Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise can get as many girls as Brad Pitt as the overweight, mustached, character that I can't think of because I haven't watched it as much as I've watched him in Thelma and Louise. <laughs> but yeah, Brad Pitt in um, the, the uh, latest Quentin Tarantino, the Hollywood, Once Upon oh, a Time Once in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there you go. You know, like that was how many years ago and like he still has He's still billboard. No, Like no, sex appeal, if not more. Yeah, and no, uh, you know, movie executive is saying, well, we're going to have to just shoot her from behind or, you know, mm-hmm. or cast him as the dotty old grandpa right you know right well even like i remember watching star wars like one of the newer ones one of the more recent ones and like because they brought back a few of the cast members like harrison ford and carrie fisher and that was like a little bit rough because carrie fisher was in poor health looked her age looked her age and then here's harrison ford like just looking like harrison ford yeah just you know, and I, I just remember thinking, God, like, we really, ha- poor women. Well, poor women, because the thing is, you have to look at your programming yeah. that made you look at Carrie Fisher, expecting her to look 25, yep. and look at Harrison Ford and just think that's exactly what he should look like. Yep. But we're You're offended right. by women aging, and we're embracing men aging, and that is the standard in beauty that fuels, you know, our industry. Having this arbitrary... Uh, age where it's appropriate to care or invest in your beauty was part of the reason that Beauty Lab has been so absolutely successful because it's not just ageism on the old side. There's absolute ageism and beauty on the younger side. Like if an 18 year old wants, hold on, if a 16 year old wants to change your nose, we say it gives you character. It's what you look like, you know, embrace yourself and that's, you know, but then when you become an adult woman, maybe at 27, you can decide to have rhinoplasty, you know, mm-hmm. but you have to give those nine years up for the genetics. But like ageism on the old side of like women have to be a certain age and not be beautiful anymore. And you have to be a certain age to really get enhancements. And Kylie Jenner was the first person who publicly, I mean, first huge celebrity. Sure. That was young and beyond that, you know, that arbitrary bar that society has set of how old it is to get injections or how old it is to invest in what you want to look like mm-hmm. and said holy cow this is horrific she's 17 and got lip injections but she's 17 and got lip injections and at 21 she's on the cover of Forbes yeah so 
you should be, as a woman, no one should dictate to you how you want to look, when it's appropriate to look that way, or what that should look like. Mm -hmm. And the mini lip plump at Beauty Lab was made for young women who wanted to enhance their lips, but didn't, weren't 40. Yeah. And people were turning them away. And they're not turning away Kylie Jenner because she's a superstar, but they're turning away, you know, Molly Brown because she goes to Skyline High School and... And also doesn't have 600 bucks and, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, but she, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. she's saved up at her express job on the yeah. weekends and she <laughs> wants lips and she should have lips. Yeah. If we tell women that their bodies are their own and no one should touch or tell anyone they should do from the time they're born, then no one should care if they're virgins or not. No one should care if they get injections or not. No one should care what type of makeup they put on or what type of clothing they want to wear. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying this, and I have three daughters who I anguish over the choices they make every day for both lack of makeup and inappropriate clothing. Right. Like, I want to be like, cover up, that's it. Curl your hair and put on a turtleneck and long cords. Mm -hmm. You know, but that is not my authority. And it's no one's authority, but I feel like it's a reflection on their values, their character, and their worth if they are beautiful, well-dressed, and age-appropriate. Mm-hmm. But there's no such thing as age-appropriate. There's no such thing when it comes to beauty standards. Certainly, like, there's age-appropriate, well, yeah. whatever. I but. mean, the assless chaps at 17, I said, you know what? It's a choice, and there will be consequences. But if you can wear a bikini at six years old, you should be able to wear a bikini at 60 years old regardless of how you look. And I have to shout out Lizzo because she pushes the standard on these beauty norms all the time. And she's like, I can be naked with a, you know, a hose of water on my butt. Mm -hmm. And as shocking as that might be to me, who thinks, you know, who's been steeped in this male gaze of what the beauty standards of the world are. I'm grateful for it because we're going to have to really push the envelope before we get any sort of acceptance on allowing women to express their beauty and express themselves however they want, regardless of their age, without a societal, you know, standard. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, criticism. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of um, women out there that are making major strides toward, you know, a healthier place for body positivity, for you know, ageism for, you know, basically just evening the playing field for everyone. Like, you know, we. And accepting that there are many different versions of beauty and that like sometimes beauty is your armor, you know, like your makeup is your armor, your outfit is your armor. And we would never deny that to a man who shows up in an Armani suit and, you know, freshly shaved or whatever it is that makes him feel powerful. And we would, if anyone wants to question, like, the validity of someone that puts on makeup or clothing or hair or enhancements or lip injections or boob jobs as armor. Look at drag queens. Yeah. Ask any drag queen. Ask any drag queen how empowering it is to arm yourself with, you know, your beauty. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know. I love it. That's such a good, that's it's a trans- good point. Transformative, right? Yeah, it is. You go is. from being, you know, Brian to Trixie Mattel. Yeah. That's a lot of range, man. (laughs) And I would love that amount of range. Yeah. And I would love for my daughters to have that amount of range. And I would love for every man, woman, and child that walks through Beauty Lab, regardless of gender, sexuality, or orientation, or whatever, to feel like 
I'm going to define how I want to look and I'm going to do it unapologetically and I'm going to be a trailblazer for myself Mm -hmm. and you know yeah people around me I love it yes and I mean just Pauline how do you say her last name Porskova Porskova why can't that's correct I'm sure it is but like I just am so inspired by her I I want to be like her when I grow up and I want to be like my mom when I grow up like I want to be like you (laughs) but like I I just think I it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there on social media and which you know also by the way has its own expiration date you know like if you're over a certain age what you're you know not supposed to put it out there on social media and I love that she is posting selfies that she's sharing things about her breakup she recently um broke up with um who is it someone famous he's a director Aaron anyway she and but like you know she posted like a like a picture with like a broken heart emoji and like just said you know I'm so sad like oh my gosh she dated Aaron Sorkin yeah Sorkin yeah I'm having a full West Wing yes yes moment yes right now. I should have said West Wing yeah and you know like I'm sure that there are people out there that are thinking this is ridiculous. You are, you know, almost 60 years old and don't post a, you know, a sad, sappy post about, you know, how people coming into your life for a reason. And you're so grateful for your time that you had with that person and whatever, because I'm like, that is real. I hope that when I am 56 and I hope when I'm 69, that I am still tapped into the human being that I am now and who I am is somebody who loves to feel good about myself, someone who is a sexual being, somebody who loves to be feminine, somebody who wants to be empowered. I hope that doesn't go away. And also someone who's a mother and someone who has values. I'm and who all gets of those Botox things. and lip injections, yes. but also makes her kids lunches and wipes their noses and never misses a soccer game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's a part of me too that hates that beauty is even on the menu for women because I look at Paulina and I'm like, oof, it looks effortless, but we know that beauty is not effortless. And that is the, that is the fallacy that is, you know, the biggest thing. Like it is very hard to be hairless and wrinkleless and thin Mm -hmm. with long, glorious hair as a woman. And if you don't think it's hard, look at your high school yearbook at the men when they were seniors and then look them up now on Facebook and look up the women who were in your senior class and look at them now on Facebook and like, the ones who have invested exorbitant amounts of money in injections and hair and weight loss, and they will look better than the men who are just like, why does it matter? Yeah. Doesn't matter. And part of me wants to be like, I want to hang up my beauty tools. I want to pack in my, and put a caftan on and be wrinkly and powdery hair and shuffle around and just have people be interested in me for what I think and say and feel. But guess what? No one seems to care in America what women think, say, or feel unless they are really, really beautiful. And there are many women that have broken through that and forced the world to listen, but they are few and far between. Yeah. And part of me, as much as I resent that, I also want to have currency in my wallet to participate in the world economy. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, and I feel like you've actually balanced that really, really well, Heather, like... With my Topshop mom jean shorts (laughs) and my um, Zara tank top. Hey, you know what? Like, you and I both love when we look great. Like, 
we will take selfies and we'll like we love like when we're we have an event or whatever we'll talk about like what are you gonna wear and like we'll take the time to get ready but also guess what like sometimes we show up in you know shorts and a t-shirt and unshowered and whatever because they're right me in the eyes at an unshowered that's fine (laughs) (laughs) well you weren't here all the whole earlier week when the staff was literally like Dre, you like you need to get ready when you. Come I'm a to hooker work. with dry shampoo and some baby wipes. That's about my state of beauty routine right now. But it's like we have to balance it. You know what I mean? And I like both. I like getting ready and feeling hot. You know, and I also like using dry shampoo for five straight days and not apologizing for it. Mm-hmm. And and I want to grow old, loving myself and not feeling yes. shamed and not having to like retire what is so precious and and absolutely intrinsic to our identity. And it might not be to other people, but for me as a woman, what I look like has always led, unfortunately. And that's something I've had to like become smarter and funnier and more fashionable in order to have a seat at the table because we don't really care <laughs> what you say. Right. Unless, you know. But you people, look good enough for us to accept it. Yeah, but people do start to listen. Yeah, you're right. There was this funny, uh, we were when I was in this foreign country last week, there was this ad, and I, I knew it was about a beauty product because I was watching it on you know the foreign television, and it was in this foreign language, but I had a friend there that spoke it, so I just audio recorded. It was about three or four minutes, and I was fascinated because I could tell that they were showing skin diagrams and beautiful aging women and injections and stuff, and I thought what in the world are they selling? You yeah. Because I must have it because I'm sure it's not FDA cleared in America. Yeah. <laughs> and it must be magical. And so I had, I played it for my friend that could translate. And it was so fascinating because it was this beautiful, eloquent language that I, I couldn't even determine the root of it. And he was like, we know that, and he's translating, you know, this for, commercial and, it's, and it was exactly what you could hear on any QVC or infomercial. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's, around the world and it was basically like we know that beauty is very important to you feather-headed women (laughs) (laughs) and we know that beauty starts to decrease you get sagginess you get wrinkles you lose you know the glow like all these things and they're like we have come up with a beauty product and they said the age range from 18 to 94 and I just burst wow. out laughing and said, that's our exact demographic. <laughs> and the whole room like started laughing. But I thought, because we're not in the beauty business of just like attacking 40-year-old women and saying, you don't look 20 anymore. You're going to lose your husband. You're going to lose your job. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose your, your, your status. Yeah. yeah. So get in here, get Botox, get your lips done, get your fat melted, you know, whatever. It was like, we are not in the beauty business from 18 to 94. We are in the empowerment business of helping women define who they are and how they want to look. And if there is something that bugs them or is holding them back, we will address it without reservation. Yeah. We won't say, oh, the golden triangle is you need big lips, you know, a narrower nose and bigger boobs. We're like, what do you love? You know, I love the, I love smooth skin. Mm -hmm. Then let's get you in for that. You know, like whatever we have to do. And we have a lot of people that come in and say like, oh, I don't really care about my wrinkles, but I hate this sun damage or whatever. These these freckles or I love my freckles, but I have tiny lips. And so, you know, and like we could guess what? We could make everyone just look like a China doll. We like and, you know, cookie cutter, whatever. But thank God we're not in charge. Yes. Like our 
our beauty labbers are in charge. And thank God that, gosh, thank heavens <laughs> that they are self-aware enough and feel empowered enough to come in and divinate what they want to look like. And they know they'll be heard yep. and listened to. And they'll say, that's four times bigger than the average 18-year-old's lips. Mm-hmm. And by gosh, let's get you there. And if you hate it, we'll get you back we down. We can dissolve it. Yeah. But if you love it and it changes your life... Thank you for trusting us with that opportunity Completely. to be a part of your narrative of who you are, how you want to look, and how you want to live. And it's we always say, Dre, that youth is so wasted, it's wasted on, on the, the young. young because the most, like we see these 19, 20-year-old girls that are physically, like by the white male gay standard, perfect, yeah, wrinkleless, you know, fatless, spotless, freckleless brilliant white teeth and full lips and eyebrows and hair and everything and they are riddled with deep deep insecurity about how they look Mm -hmm. and then Dre and I walk in with some dry shampoo (laughs) and a bobby pin and we're like we're Dreather we're badasses and we're here to change your life and that awareness and that empowerment comes at the time right when society says oh you're no longer on the menu for being beautiful and sexy Mm -hmm. how wonderful that you're empowered now How wonderful now that you know your body, you know what you like with sex, you aren't insecure in bed, like you can, you know, have have all this and love your body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You're about 20 years too late. We're going to go back, you know, to this 20 year old that and make sure, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Completely. Completely. And so I want to be there for the young and I want to be there for the old. And I want to say like, the lab loves you. Yes. Yes. And thank you. Thank you. Like everyone, we're so grateful and we're so lucky. We're so lucky to have you know what you want to look like, define it and trust us to get you there and do it in a spirit of empowerment and community and self-awareness. Absolutely. Yes. Because life is short. By By the the lips. And it was also the standard in beauty that crippled a lot of young women who wanted, who, did you guys hear Sorry. that ASMR? <laughs> I just dropped that my was, phone. She calls it a phone. It's her flask. Okay. And she, she, she dropped it and it's just, I'm going to have to eat a hot tamale for that one.